0: Welcome to the Financial Focus Radio Show with your hosts, Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Join us as we discuss markets, bring transparency to issues within the financial services industry, and bring honest, thoughtful analysis every week.
1: We hope everybody's staying cool out there this weekend. It's uh, probably going to be some of the hottest days of the year so far. When I was on vacation, I know it was pretty warm here, but uh, it is going to be a scorcher this weekend. So uh, make sure you drink plenty of water. Put on your sunscreen and make sure your pets don't get too hot. So, good morning, Mr. Finelli. How goes the battle at the Finelli household? Doing well. Yeah. Love, love summer. Everybody's uh, everybody's uh, healthy, which is good. Summer's a lot
2: easier than winter, and Ben. Yeah. With kids, young kids, at least.
1: Just generally, I don't need. To, yeah, the kid thing is true, but just generally. Getting them outside. Much happier. Diffuses uh, the tension. And the sun, sunshine. <laughs> All right, as always, if you would like to be part of our program, give us a call, 877-670-7117. Or you can always email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. So let's talk about the week that was in the capital markets and all the things that were driving the moves in the capital markets. Uh, So U.S. stocks, as measured by the S&P 500, were up 2.5%. Uh, Again, one of the best starts to a year uh, ever. I think it's like the 12th or 13th best start to a year ever since they've been tracking this going back into the 1800s. The Nasdaq has is just is on fire in terms of its performance on a year-to-date basis. Forty-two percent. It's just unbelievable to, to think about. Uh, But the big move we saw last week was international markets, and that had a lot to do with the weakness in the dollar, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but not much does to us anymore. The the rules of what used to work in the financial markets don't work anymore. And that's two
2: and a half percent decline in the dollar in a week is a big, big move.
1: Even though the Fed reiterated this week, a bunch of the Fed governors reiterated this week, they're going to continue to be aggressive and and continue raising rates, which should historically that strengthen the dollar. But apparently the market doesn't believe them. Uh, International developed market stocks were up 4.3%, so a big move there, Uh, but like I said, a lot of that had to do with the move lower in the dollar. Uh, emerging market stops were also up four and a quarter percent, uh, and remember like the the move lower in the dollar is good for multinational companies earnings so i 'm starting to believe in uh, black helicopters in queue maybe because i i can 't figure out what in the heck is going on uh, with markets u uh, s small cap stocks were up three point six one percent if it hadn 't been for fr- Friday, they had a pretty uh, Meaningful move lower. Small caps did. They were they were having a dramatic outperformance over large cap. They still outperformed over large cap, but they really were killing large cap last week until Friday, and we saw small caps roll over and sell off. Uh, the, the big move we also saw was in the bond market. We saw interest rates back up or go lower, which meant bond prices went higher. The aggregate bond index, so think about it as the S and P 500 of the bond world, was up one and a half percent, which is a huge move for the bond for you know a bond index uh, from a price perspective, not yield. Yields actually went lower, which meant prices went higher. Uh, the yield on a six-month Treasury bond, five point four eight percent. The yield on a one-year Treasury is five point three three, and the ten-year is three point eight one. That's where we saw the biggest move. Uh, was at the long end of the yield curve. We saw rates go lower. I mean, the 10-year the was up above uh, 4% at the end of last week and earlier this week, and now we are back uh, at 3.8%. So uh, interesting move in the interest rate environment and the, in the c- c- uh, currency markets. Uh, gold was 1.8% 1. higher, at 1964 an ounce, and oil obviously – had a big move higher. Also 5% higher at $75.37 a barrel. I was noticing last week because I have a diesel truck uh, that uh, regular unleaded gas is now more expensive than diesel, which is has, that hasn't been true for quite some time. But I'm quite happy that that's true when I fill up my truck. Uh, so the big economic data last week was the inflation numbers we got for the month of June. We got both the consumer-level inflation, which is the CPI, Consumer Price Index, and the wholesale-level inflation data, which is the producer price index. Both of those were lower than expected. CPI, or the Consumer Price Index, was 3% year-over-year. And Josh liked to remind me that obviously the comps are going to be easier. Because remember, June of last year was when we saw inflation at 40-year highs, when we had inflation at 9-plus percent. and so. The comp always always gonna be an easy comp. Which maybe gets lost in the
2: noise when don't confuse the structural drivers of inflation, i. e. wage growth, with the base effects. The base effect being like Tyler said that, you know, a year ago. You had the highest that you've seen since the early 1980s and now that those really high figures are rolling off, you've got to compete against them so uh, the the data the math works better for the Fed at least on a rolling one year basis over the next couple months
1: but the Fed also understands that 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 tricky math that the, that nobody wants to talk about that the comps are going to be easy uh, you know it's it's going to come down a lot because to go nine percent back to back would be crazy uh, so it's still in a in a you know two-year period, that's still a 12% move in inflation at the consumer price level, which is a big move, uh, and the Fed understands that. Producer prices were up to 2.6% year-over-year. Year. Both of those were lower than expected. Uh, and wage growth, uh, for the first time since 2021, outpaced inflation in the month of June, uh, which in and of itself is... Got to be, of course, inflationary.
2: That's in the aggregate, too, though. Remember, like the bottom part of the wage distribution, the lower earners have seen the have actually seen real wage growth over the last three years. It's the higher earners that have really watched their their earnings be eaten away by inflation.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, The Fed um, obviously paraded out a bunch of their uh, talking heads last week, a bunch of their Fed governors. uh, And they're still quite hawkish, saying that they're not done raising rates with Fed. Uh, meets again uh, to make an interest rate decision on July 25th and 26th. In about a week and a half, the Fed has another interest rate decision. Our best guess is that they're going to raise another 25 basis points. Um, and you know, the the Fed continues to say, "Look, we're not done, and you know, our our job is not over." And and they really continue to reiterate the fact that uh, they know that if the markets perceive that they're done or they're or they're going to even cut. That inflation will come roaring back, and that's not something they want to have to deal with. So I think it's going to be higher for longer. Everybody, all of you that think rates are going back to what you think of as normal, you know, as Josh and I were talking this week, the neutral rate interest rate for the markets is probably where we're at now, or that, maybe
2: even a little higher. That Tan Guido, Joe Terranova on CNBC was talking about how in- you can only say that because <laughs> you're Italian. Or- <laughs> Transitory inflation, and it's just like. Is 4%, 4.8% core, is that, is that transitory, Joe? I, I listened to that, and I wanted to yell at the TV. And it's uh, also this week, James Bullard, the longest-serving federal, uh, federal Reserve official. One of the big hawks, And too. the biggest hawk on the Fed is, is announced he's stepping down uh, early, so going to go be business school dean, I think, in Indiana or something. But uh, that's maybe posit- more positive news for the, uh, doves on the doves on the Fed, the lower-rate crowd.
1: Um, we were getting sentiment changing the, across the economy. The NFIB, which is the small business, an uh, index of small business owners, uh, their optimism jumped higher in the month of June, showing that small business owners are optimistic about the future. I think consumer, you know, consumers are also uh, quite optimistic. So it's it's crazy how quickly sentiment shifts. Uh, earnings season kicked off uh, last week, also for the second quarter, uh, with a lot of the big banks and. Um, uh, some of the healthcare names it was crazy to see i mean j p Morgan had banner numbers, Wells fargo beat city beat um, so it, it, you know what 's interesting is uh, there was a prediction of an eight to ten percent decline in earnings and it 's certainly not materializing. Uh, we might actually have three percent year over year. Growth in earnings, as opposed to a you know a negative eight to ten percent, which is a big difference. So, uh, markets are digesting that, and it's interesting to see. Um, you know, Josh and I were talking last week that investor sentiment um, seems to move faster than it and more violently than it ever has in the past. Uh, in, in investors go from the world is ending to it's rainbows and butterflies. It's like all data, within the span of three. It's days. It's
2: like data point by data point. I mean, the entire market is kind of hanging on it, and it's just this rapid shift in sentiment from fear to greed, back and forth.
1: But how quickly it happens is, is what's the, the sort of new thing, and it's, it's just crazy to us, because, like we said in our e-news last week, it's never as good as, you, as, it's, as it seems, and it's never as bad as they make it out to be. Alright, if you'd like to sign up for one of those e-newsletters, Josh and I did a uh, one of those on Friday. It's a We do a short video in the middle and the end of every month where we talk about what's going on in markets, especially how it's affecting Uh, Your money. So, if you want to get added to that list, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Click on the contact us. Just let us know you'd like to be added to our e newsletter list. When we come back, we're going to talk about one of the things that you can do for instant investment success. So, stick around.
0: Get your free one hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show.
3: Enjoy Central Oregon's Bluebird Days at East Lake Resort. Take the family to spend the day swimming, hiking or fishing. Boat rentals are offered daily from pontoon boats to fishing boats. Call today to receive 15% off your marine rentals. Rentals book quickly so don't wait. Spend your day boarding, kayaking or canoeing and stay for dinner at the Blue Duck Grill. Plus, the general store has everything you need for day camping, forest passes, even fishing licenses. Don't miss 15% off marine rentals and visit eastlakeresort.com for details.
4: Value warehouse prices, casket mattress
5: sleep and high interest rates plaguing your summer?
3: It's time to lower the temperature with 0% financing only at Cascade Mattress and Furniture.
5: You heard that right. On approved credit, get 0% financing on all Tempur-Pedic sleep systems.
3: Combine 0% financing and save even more cold, hard cash with up to $500 off the Tempur-Breeze collection. The Breeze system delivers unmatched cooling comfort and pressure relieving support.
5: And my favorite part, the sleep system automatically adjusts to help eliminate your part or snoring.
3: Visit CascadeMattress.com, or better yet, visit the Tempur-Pedic experts at Cascade Mattress to experience the cool sleep breeze for yourself.
5: Located in the Bend factory stores next to Nike and Columbia, or the new downtown Redmond showroom. Everyday
4: value, warehouse prices, Cascade Mattress.
3: You work hard driving the road, earning every dime, and you do not have time for interruptions. If you break down in the Portland area or need great service, call Ultimate Truck Service first at Exit 9 in Ridgefield. They'll keep any diesel truck or diesel pusher road ready. Air conditioning, brakes, you name it. In an emergency, Ultimate Truck Service will come to you within 25 miles or have your tow driver take you.
4: Call or go online. Ultimate Truck Services, they keep you rolling are you paying too much for term life insurance there's a tremendous price war in the term life industry rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years for example a man aged 45 non-smoker can get a million dollars of coverage for $75 per month level rate for 10 years or a man aged 50 non-smoker can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110 level rate for 20 years that's right guaranteed level rate for 20 years if you if you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for a new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote. 800 786 9161. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 1 800 786 9161. Remember 1 800 786 9161. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non smoker rate class. Exam required to qualify.
0: Connect to the Financial Focus Radio Show on YouTube or iTunes. Listen to past shows, get our bi-weekly e-news, and keep up to date on the market. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter on our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Let's get back to the show.
1: Welcome back. If you'd like to sign up for a free retirement review, Josh, or one of us will do a uh, give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get one of those scheduled and we will get you on the calendar. Just go to our website, Northwest Quadrant Wealth to get our contact info. So uh, Troy, our our old uh, partner shared this with me uh, last week. Um, There are apparently invitations for seminars going out. There's one is for at the, is at the uh, Riverhouse convention center on the Deschutes and it's for it's called a special event for retirees and those approaching retirement. And it lists all the things that they're going to talk about. Um, here's what this is. This is, uh, and they have two dinners. I mean, I'm fine if you want to go have a, a free dinner, but I don't know anybody that's going to um, buy me a, a $50 dinner and not want something from me. I've never, that's never happened to me. Um and I don't know anybody that that's happened to before. A <laughs> producer likes that. <laughs> so here's the deal. If you want to go have dinner on these these fine gentlemen on the back of this invitation, go for it. But they want something from you. And here's what they want. They want to sell you an index annuity because uh, I know that's what this firm does. And so uh, index annuities, I wouldn't probably sell these to uh, Saddam Hussein, but uh, they want to sell you an index annuity. Um, they're... What they want to sell you is only good for them, pays them huge commissions, is toxic product for you. Uh, but they're going to scare you about the market. They're going to tell you that, you know, when you get in retirement, you need to have guaranteed income and protect your portfolio and all this BS. Uh, and it goes in the face of all the data of stock market returns over time. And one of the most important thing is being invested, staying invested, and fees. And what they're selling you is very good for them. Uh, And there's a direct correlation to how good it is for the advisor to how bad it is for the person buying it. And so if you want to go have dinner, go for it. Just leave your investment statements and your wallet at home. Um, All right, before we talk about one of the things that you can do uh, for instant investment success, uh, CNBC did a poll last week, uh, and they they had about just a little over 4,000 investors uh, take this survey. Um, And essentially they they asked – do you think that the S&P 500 is going to hit a new high in 2023? So, you know, back, you have to go back to January of 2021 is when the market hit an all-time high. No, 2022. 2022, yeah. yeah. So January January, 2020, 4th. January 4th of 2022, the market hit an all-time high. Uh, from that date to October of last year, the market was down 27%. And obviously we've seen – and what I'm talking about is the S&P. Obviously we've seen this huge recovery – the S&P is within 10% of an all-time high, um, a little less than 10%. And so the survey was, do you think this year the S&P is going to get back to the all, a new all-time high? 60, 65% of participants in the survey of these 4,000 investors said that, yes, the S&P is going to hit an all-time high. Obviously, 35%. No, we're not going to see an all-time high in 2023. And so the contrarian in me. What was the date of that? it was this week okay yeah so the you know they were asking josh brown yeah yeah, yeah. so the contrarian in me says that because of the data being so overwhelming that people are thinking it's going to happen it probably won't two and a half months ago
2: it would have been the complete opposite yeah
1: and so um but the market does seem to have a lot of momentum the one thing i will remind everybody of and you know this to be true if you think about it for a second markets go down a lot faster then they go up to by a factor of about five. Remember, markets can go down really, this is, really quickly.
2: This is a year where the average retail investor is dramatically underperforming the market too because the entire performance is really coming from that magnificent eight. And the <clears> Nvidia's, <throat> Microsoft's, Facebook, Google's of the world. And if you don't own those in proportion to their size, like you would in the index, uh, you're probably sucking wind a little bit.
1: So let, let's talk about um, one of the things that you can do that can have a huge influence on the impact of your success as an investor. And it's really, really simple to do and it doesn't take extraordinary skill. And that is automate your investing. And so what I what I mean by that is, is to you know, your 401k is the best example where you have payroll deduction. So you get paid and it, the money gets deducted before it comes to you and it automatically goes into your 401k and then it gets invested uh, based on the investments that you have selected. And so the reason this 401k uh, um, as an entity is so successful is because of its automation, is because you don't have to do anything as an investor. Um, another example I'll give you is my my kids' uh, 529 plans at Vanguard. Um, they, that money, since you know they got a social security number, that money every single month has been taken out of my uh, bank account and goes into their Vanguard 529 plan and goes into their automatic investments that they have and it has done fabulously well Um, and the other part about automated investing is not only is the money going into your account but you don't have to make a decision about investing it that's the other there's two problems right is a lot of people say well I'll invest what I have left over guess what you never have anything left over so you've heard the term pay yourself first that's why that works so well so there's that problem then the second problem is once somebody gets the money that they've saved into an account pulling the trigger to actually getting it invested is the next hurdle that they have to overcome. And so, uh, the, the automation takes that all away. It takes the emotion out of the equation. It takes having to save money out of the equation because you're doing it first. And so automation can be done really, really easily. So, you know, you just have to set it up. You just have to go to your bank account and have money every single month push to your investment accounts, whether it's your IRAs, your Roth IRAs, your taxable investment account, just get it set up. And I don't care if you start with 25 or $50, that part doesn't matter. Just start it. Just do it. That is one of the most, like when I look at all of our clients, some of our clients, some of them didn't even make very much money. But the one thing that they all, those people all did that now have a lot of money is they started with automating their investments and they did it no matter what was going on in the economy and the market. They never stopped it. They just kept that money going in and it paid off huge dividends. So there's the automation part. Then there's that getting it invested part. And so Josh shared this with me. There's a guy named Nick Majuli who's in the investment business. And, and this is really telling. He says, if you had invested $100 a month in the S&P 500 since the beginning of 2022, when the market hit an all-time high, today, your portfolio would be uh, up by $180 or 10%. Um, and so the point is you would if I to, if I told you you know if you invested one hundred and eighty or sorry one hundred dollars a month since the beginning of two thousand and twenty two where do you think your account down would be? Most people would think it would be down, but the fact that you did a dollar cost average into the market you know even though the market was falling and then the market recovered means that you 're up by ten percent. And so the point is like, just get that automation in your life on investment. So your 401k and then extra savings needs to get automated. I promise you, if you do this, it will have a huge impact on how much money you have at the end because you're not having to make decisions. When you have to make decisions, you get in your own way. We,
2: We remember very well, all those people with cash on the sidelines that told us that they were going to be aggressive buyers back last fall and not many of them were willing to actually follow through with that sentiment. Uh, when, it, when they're in the midst of it.
1: And if you stick around in the next segment, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story about my kids. Um, and why continuing to invest no matter what the market does pays dividends because I have, I have a son that just graduated and I have a daughter who's uh, a sophomore and I changed my son's allocation really dramatically because he needs to start using the money and I w- you would think because the market was down so much that he would have more money, my daughter has eight grand more and they started in the same place because she stayed invested and we kept investing the same amount. Huge, huge, it tells, tells me a lot and I'm in the business. Uh, So that's a big one. All right. If you want to be part of the show, 877-670-7117 or email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we'll tackle some of your emails. So stick around. Sign up for our
0: e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five- to six-minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com.
2: The most traffic, the
0: most weather. FM 100.1 is News Talk 1110, KBND, Bend. Big time inventory, big time savings. The 4th of July sales event
2: continues at every Kendall location in Bend and Prineville. With additional new vehicles in stock and more on the way, step up to something new and save big. You don't want to miss out on the massive Kendall discounts, plus, special financing offers. Shop hundreds of new cars, trucks, and SUVs from Ford, Toyota, Volkswagen, and
0: Mazda, plus luxury vehicles from Audi, BMW, Porsche, and Mercedes-Benz. Shop over 400 free-owned vehicles. Get a great deal and the peace of mind
4: of our Kendall Auto Protection Plan. that's included with each qualified vehicle purchase. Save
2: thousands during the Kendall 4th of July sales event. Extended the entire month of July at every Kendall dealership in Bend and Prineville. Don't wait. The best deals always go fast. Stop by today or get started at KendallAutoGroup.com. Kendall, let's start something great.
6: kiddos at learning express toys keep the kids brains active and hands busy with their in-store events this summer like and visit learning express toys of ben's facebook page to learn about character meet and greets pokemon battles birthday box registry crafts and more heading for cool water learning express toys has a great selection of water toys and outdoor games for the whole family smart shoppers start at the ben factory stores south highway
0: 97 because everyone needs an outlet
6: we love it here, and we think you will, too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows Townhomes, professionally managed by Norris & Stevens.
3: You enjoy the quiet life, but you like being close to the action. Living That Fits You is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road, professionally managed by Norris & Stevens.
6: Today could be your lucky day Indian Head is where the winners play If you want to win you've got to come in to Indian Head Casino More slots and the table games you love Action excitement that's what we're made of Today could be your lucky day Indian Head is where the winners play Today could
0: Come in for Hero Mondays, honoring all military first responders and medical workers. And on Tuesdays, it's Nifty 50 Club Day. 50 or better, swipe and win. New members get instant rewards. Win up to $1,000 on bonus slot play. Indian Head Casino, where winners play.
6: Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play. Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play.
0: to Financial Focus Radio Show where you get honest and actionable advice every week from the partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Remember, you can always listen to past shows on iTunes or find us on northwestquadrantwealth.com.
1: If you'd like to take us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get that scheduled Eight hundred dollars Seven four three zero nine eight eight, or you can always go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, send us an email, just let us know you would like a free return view and we'll get you on the calendar. Um, so this is under the title, The Recession That Never Came. So, you know, everybody uh, has been calling for a recession for quite some time and who knows, like I, I'm not here to say that we might not still get one because we very well could have one. Um, but I think most professionals, most individuals, uh, would have thought at least by now uh, you know now we 're in the third quarter of twenty twenty three that we would be in a recession and it uh, doesn't you know most of the economic data you look at doesn 't look like we're we're headed into a recession uh, by any means so in December of twenty twenty two nearly everyone was in agreement the u s economy was either already in a recession or headed for one for one in twenty twenty three um, this is a vote uh on cNbc that they uh, polled 88,968 investors. So professional investors. Um, and they asked them, uh, the U S economy is already in, re- this was in December of 2022. They said, is the U S economy already in recession or will it enter one in 2023? 85% of those 9,000 people that they surveyed thought that we were already in one, we were headed for one only 15% said no. And so obviously, uh, it, it, investor sentiment is generally not very good at predicting the future. It, in fact, it's really, really bad, uh, because obviously, when they t- from when they took this survey to now, the S and is up eighteen percent, the Nasdaq's up forty plus percent, and so we're not in a recession. You know, the labor market's still on fire. Uh, the housing market's doing well, and so uh so called professional investors are no better than the rest of us at trying to predict the future
2: well, i know it won 't get called in hindsight at this point, uh, but by the n b e r but remember q one and q two two of twenty twenty one when we had those two
1: negative quarters of g d p growth back to back was maybe that was it technical recession yeah. Well, as you, Yogi Berra famously said, it's tough to make predictions, especially about, about the future. About the future, yeah. And halfway through twenty twenty three, we're still waiting for that recession prophecy to be fulfilled. First quarter real uh, GDP was positive two percent annualized, and the current expectation the second quarter will be two point one percent. That's from the Atlanta Fed. A key driver of that growth has been the continued strength in the labor market, with thirty consecutive months of job gains. And the unemployment rate, obviously, this spring had a 55-year low, of 3.4%. We're at 3.6%. I mean, we're more than fully employed in the United States of America. As an employer, I will tell you it's quite frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's tackle some email questions. We got, uh, this, is, this comes from Chuck. Chuck says, I have a Wells Fargo financial advisor who manages over a million bucks for me. Uh, after listening to your podcast and you telling us that a fiduciary can't sell commission insurance products, I asked my advisor if he sold commission insurance products. He said yes, but I don't own any. Should I be concerned enough to change advisors? What do you think, Mr. Finelli? Well, I think there's a lot of uh, opacity out
2: there with regard to different. You know the advisory relationship to different types of accounts, and it can be confusing because an advisor can be respect a fiduciary with respect to one account and not a fiduciary in respect to another at least but, but don 't you think that
1: the world should be cut black and white you 're either a
2: fiduciary or not yeah, on everything except i mean we both know like the the dilemma in our business is that there's all sorts of different bodies whether they 're you know like a the cfp board or whatever else Yeah, but josh for you.
1: if i ask you if you're a fiduciary the answer is yes and but, yeah,
2: I, I, it, totally and it, our, it, our it, regulator of, is of course the sec which where it really matters but if you know you're bestowing yourself as a fiduciary because you took an oath and pay a fee to a professional services organization and that's how you put yourself forth i mean you can do it that way too and i think that's what creates the opacity from the perspective of the ultimately the end client but uh, remember back in uh, before you know back in the olden days when all advisors were going to be made fiduciaries, and just how hard the industry
1: fought that rule <laughs> I, I mean because well, they couldn 't sell these ridiculous products. I mean, I think Chuck, what you need to ask yourself is, uh, do you trust this person you know th- th- just because somebody 's a fiduciary doesn 't make them good at their job or a good person, Bernie Madoff was a fiduciary so. You know this guy perpetrated the big one of the biggest frauds in the history of the world, and he was a fiduciary. So being a fiduciary doesn't mean you also can't be a criminal. And so just because your advisor isn't a fiduciary doesn't make him bad at his job. Uh, and so you have to ask yourself, has he done a good job for you? Uh, you know, it sounds like he's not selling you products that are commission related. Has he a, done a good job for you? And do you, can you trust him? And then you have to decide, you know, the, the, issue I have with an advisor at a big national firm is that most of these firms have ulterior motives and that they're trying to maximize, uh, the firm's relationship with you. And that doesn't mean, that means sometimes you don't get the best products for you. And so I don't, whether it's Wells Fargo or Merrill Lynch or Edward Jones or any of these big no, national for- firms. We're just not big fans of them because there are good people that work at these places. Your advisor might be one of them. But the way that the firm structures their payouts, their compensation, what they can use in your accounts um, isn't the, necessarily the best for you. And it's not the advisor's fault. They just happen to work at one of these and firms. And I think
2: in the muddy waters there, if, if, if they're a registered investment advisory firm, uh, then that's very distinct from like – One of these acronyms that you've never heard of and that's what they're using to legitimize their status as a fiduciary because they paid money to some body for certification that you know we don't we don't even know all of them because there's just a litany of them out there those are two very distinct things
1: yeah so it doesn't mean that your chuck that your guy is bad it just you know because he's not a fiduciary it just means um, you know, fiduciary is in the end all be all. We think that, you know, obviously we think it's a good starting point, um, but we're a registered investment advisors, not just for the being a fiduciary. There's a lot of other things, but independence, nobody tells us what to do. Uh, we work for our clients. We work for our wives first and then our clients. All right, let's talk. T- uh, we got an email from Wendy. Wendy says, we're a dual income couple in our mid fifties with over 2 million in our 401ks. Congratulations, Wendy. Should we sacrifice the pre-tax benefit and switch to Roth contributions at work? Uh, I would say yes. I mean, you have, Wendy, when you and your husband, I assume you're your partner, I should say, when you and your partner uh, get to retirement and, you know, let's say you guys work another 15 years and that $2 million is now $4 million, uh, that money, all of it is, when you take that out, it's going to be taxed as ordinary income. And so, uh, Wendy, sounds like you're probably good savers. You have quite a bit of income. Uh, and, and so, uh, w- you know, your situation is, like a lot of people, uh, you know, you just sort of put your head down, and your accountant and and your financial advisor, and the industry tells you, uh, you know, you have a tax problem. So one of the ways to deal with your tax problem is to 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 max out your 401ks. And so you and your partner probably combined are contributing something like 50, close to fifty thousand dollars a year with catch ups and all the match and all of that stuff. Fifty thousand dollars a year in your 401ks on a pre-tax basis, uh, which is great. Uh, And, and, you know, I'm not saying that maybe that isn't the right decision for you. um, But here's the deal. When you get to retirement, if you and your uh, partner, Wendy, decide, I'm going to start contributing, my taxes are going to go up a little bit, but I'm going to start contributing all of that money to my Roth. And remember, now your company, if they match, can match the contribution to the Roth also. So now you're going to be, both of you are going to be contributing something to the tune of $50,000 plus into a Roth IRA. Once you both get to retirement, now you're going to have a big, another big pile of money that you can access on a tax-free basis. Huge, huge difference. So when you think about it, if you guys need to get $10,000 from your traditional IRA, after taxes, that's going to be something like $6,500. If you need to get $10,000 from your Roth, it's you're going to get the whole 10 grand because there's no tax liability. Ross are, are another great way to pass money, remember, because a tax uh, it's going to come out tax-free to your beneficiaries as well. And so yes, you're going to pay taxes on that 50 grand right now because it's it's after-tax money. Um but w- we we're just huge proponents of having money that you can access in retirement that has a much smaller tax liability than ordinary income, which is what is going to be your traditional IRA. So we're just uh, you know the Roth now, because they can get you can get the employer match it 's just such a good tool for people, especially like you that have higher high income because you 're obviously not able to contribute to a Roth IRA, so now you can contribute to a Roth Form k we think it 's a good option, and we would tell you to do it. Your CPA probably wouldn 't like us for that, but he just wants to give you the lowest tax number every every uh, people. All right, if you want to sign up for our e-newsletter, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, send us an email, and just say add me to your e-newsletter list, and we'll get you on the list. When we come back, we're going to talk about a part of the market a lot of you don't own, but should, and that's mid-cap stock, so stick around. Get your free
0: one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show.
4: It says, Cascade Mad
5: sleep and high interest rates plaguing your summer? It's
3: time to lower the temperature with 0% financing only at Cascade Mattress and Furniture.
5: You heard that right. On approved credit, get 0% financing on all Tempur-Pedic sleep systems.
3: Combine 0% financing and save even more cold, hard cash with up to $500 off the Tempur-Breeze collection. The Breeze system delivers unmatched cooling comfort and pressure-relieving support.
5: And my favorite part? The sleep system automatically adjusts to help eliminate your part- Snoring.
3: Visit cascademattress.com or better yet, visit the tempur Pedic Experts at Cascade Mattress to experience the cool sleep breeze for yourself.
5: Located in the Bend Factory Stores next to Nike in Columbia or the new downtown Redmond Showroom.
4: Everyday value, warehouse prices, Cascade
5: Mattress. Hi, I'm Leslie for OsteoStrong of Bend. I am living proof that you can reverse your osteoporosis. I started with OsteoStrong in 2018, and as of my latest bone scan, I am osteoporosis-free. But I'm not quitting. I'm sticking with the program to keep building bone and to stay strong. OsteoStrong can help you with so many health concerns. I highly recommend them. Google OsteoStrong of Bend or give him a call. Mention you heard OsteoStrong on the radio and save 50% off your first month. Be better with OsteoStrong of Bend.
4: Attorney Joe Cordell. Divorce forces a father to focus on what's most important, his children. You may no longer be a husband, but you'll always be a dad. In the divorce process, this comes down to three key concerns physical custody, decision-making, as well as financial support. Each of these is important, and it's important that you choose a lawyer that cares as much about these issues as you do.
0: For matters in Idaho, visit CordellCordell.com. 101 South Capitol Boulevard, Suite 500, Boise, Idaho, 83702.
4: Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man aged 45 non-smoker can get a million dollars of coverage for $75 per month. Level rate for 10 years. Or a man aged 50 non-smoker can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110, level rate for 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for a new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote, 800-786-9161. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 1-800-786-9161. One, remember 1 800 786 9161. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non smoker rate class. Exam required to qualify.
0: Thank you for joining Financial Focus Radio Show. Honest, transparent analysis brought to you every week by Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Call the show anytime at 877-670-7117. We'll try to answer your question on the air in the following weeks. Now, back to the team from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management.
1: Welcome back. I'm part of said team. My name's Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management we hope you are having a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening to our little radio show. Uh, hopefully you're finding a way to stay cool. I'm sure the river, you could walk across the tourists on the river this weekend. Uh, hopefully everybody's staying safe out there and not consuming too many alcoholic beverages and then swimming in that <laughs> freezing cold river. But I guess Charles Darwin will show up some point. So. All right. Uh, this is under the title "The Triumph of the Optimists." There was no shortage of things for investors to worry about in 2022. If you go back to October of, 20, October of 2022, when the market was down 27% from its all-time peak, there were lots of people wringing their hands and saying that, you know, this was going to be the next finance, global financial crisis, but. Those of you that stuck with your portfolio or even added to your portfolio have been rewarded with one of the best first halves in the stock market on record. In fact, it's the 12th best first half ever going back to the 1800s. Nearly every major risk asset class has moved higher, which is obviously the polar opposite of 2022. And I'll give you a quick example. I talked about it a couple of segments ago, but... Uh, I have two kids. One's a 16 and one's 18. Uh, So one just finished her sophomore year at high school and one just graduated from high school. And so they both have 529 college savings plans. And so I did the prudent thing for my older kid and I uh, moved, uh, you know, a, a Close to when the market was at an all time high, I moved a bunch of his money into the uh, to the very low risk uh, portfolio because obviously i 'm going to need to start to use that money he 's going to college in the fall, and so I did the prudent thing uh, and then the market rolled over, and I really felt smart at the time, uh, and yet both of their accounts were still contributed to every single month. Um, And I left my daughter's as is I'll I'll get hers more conservative here coming up, although I'm questioning whether I do that or not. Uh, And so you would think that after the giant 27% correction in the stock market, uh, even though we've seen a recovery, that my son would have more money and they started in the exact same place. So their accounts were exactly the same dollar amount when I moved them. So you would think my son would have more money uh, because his would have gone down less well his did go down less, but my daughter's uh, has $8,000 more because I continued to dollar cost average as the market went down. And so as the market has recovered, her, money came roaring back. And so it taught me a really important lesson because I had, I had data like real data, my own money or my kid's money uh, that continuing to invest dollar cost averaging in the market, no matter what the market does, you're going to come out ahead. Even when you don't think that that should be true. When you look at it and you say on the surface, the safe money should be ahead here. It wasn't. And so as Lao Tzu famously said, those who have knowledge don't predict those who predict don't have knowledge. And so remember that when you're watching CNBC or Fox News or whatever you get your uh, – your, it's very hard to predict the future. Uh, weigh the evidence as it comes. Invest based on probabilities. Be forever humble and thankful and leave the predictions to those whose job it is to entertain. Jim Cramer is an entertainer. He's really bad at predicting the future. That's the best you can do in the fickle business of investing. Try to find the path that's right for you and stick with it long enough to re- reap the enormous benefits of compounding in the last six months of 2023. Uh, I predicted one thing and, and one thing only, that you will see more surprises. That's the nature of the market. So I know that one thing's going to happen in the next six months, that we're going to have a lot of surprises. And that's the only prediction I'll make about what's going to happen in the next next six months in the markets, at least. Okay, Mr. Finelli, let's talk about mid-cap stocks. First, please tell our listening audience, what in the heck is a mid-cap stock? Mid-cap stocks. Our market capitalization is, you
2: know, the number of shares times the share price. And so that gives you the size of the business. Yeah. When you think about Apple is a $3 trillion (laughs) market capitalization. NVIDIA, uh, the stock of the day, stock of the week, stock of the year, uh, somewhere around 1.2 trillion now. Nvidia in a day adds like a GM when it goes up, which is you know is somewhere around 80 billion in market cap. Uh, mid caps are almost forgotten names in the scale of actual markets these days. They're between two and 10 billion or so, uh, but they're still actually ubiquitous businesses. So you think about. Uh, driving down West 11th and Eugene or 3rd Street and Bend or uh, Main Street and Madras, wherever you are, you've seen a bunch of mid-cap stocks, whether that's the Wendy's. Uh, Burger King is a mid-cap stock. Harley R- Davidson. O'Reilly Auto Parts is a, a mid-cap stock. Advance Auto Parts. There's a lot of those uh, billion, multi-billion dollar names. but uh, we think You think of them as big businesses, but they're not in the scheme of relative to like an Apple. Yeah, and it, they – You know, the geography of mid caps, though, is they're definitely spread domestic. They're spread all across the U.S. But when you think about a large cap stock like an Apple or Microsoft, they get like 60 percent of their revenue from the United States. The other 40 percent comes internationally. Mid-caps get about 75% of their revenue from the United States, so they have a little bit of uh, international exposure. And small caps, further down the spectrum, get 95-plus percent of their revenue uh, from uh, the United States. So they have sort of a, a lot more U.S.-centric characteristics from uh, an exposure standpoint. But uh, the beauty of mid-caps, and the, you know, you think about what they've done over the last three years, they've actually beat the S&P 500, just, just marginally, but not not done quite as well as small caps, which have ripped higher in the last three but and dramatically beat the, the broader market, but mid caps historically have always bounced back a lot faster in the wake of recessions, and that's because they have sort of the stability characteristics of large caps, but they uh, have the growth characteristics of small caps. And so they they've always been and they're called the forgotten asset class by State Street, a, a big asset manager because no one owns them. And we see a ton of portfolios and there's almost never any deliberate mid cap exposure and for retirees. And we talk about it a lot on the show. It's this sweet spot where you sort of get the downside protection of a large cap, but the growth of a small cap. And so in, in the industry parlance, we say on a risk-adjusted basis, it's a great position to own a lot of because you're not going to participate in the full drawdown of broader stock sell-offs. But really most, most importantly is you get that snapback, and that's what we like to see.
1: Yeah, so if you want to – so like Josh said, most – when we look at all these portfolios in our free retirement reviews, we never see explicit – purest mid-cap exposure we never see somebody own a mid-cap fund or mid-cap etf uh and so we know that they're they're way under owned um but if you want to add some juice to your portfolio and don't really want to go to as much juice as small caps meaning from a volatility standpoint mid-caps are a great place to be especially even if you're a retiree it's a way to add some alpha or a little bit of extra return to your portfolio without adding a ton more volatility and these are mature businesses like josh said they're not you know i mean a lot of these businesses have been around a long long time um and they're it might be a slower grower, but you know, it's much easier for a 4 or $6 billion market cap company to double than it is for Apple at $3 trillion. So just in the interest of full disclosure, uh, in our practice, we use the Vanguard mid cap exchange traded fund the symbol is vo uh we like the sort of broad mid-cap exposure that that gives us it's sort of the it gives you it gives us both growth and value names in the space um so again we use the uh, vanguard mid-cap etfs vo is the symbol v is in victor o uh and we just think you know when we look at portfolios all the time None of you own them, and you should be asking your advisor, why don't we have mid-cap exposure? It doesn't make any sense. They're cheap relative to large-cap, especially right now. Uh, over their lifetime, they've done, you know, they have know—they do really well with less volatility. So uh, we just think, you know, we've talked about it in the past, uh, you all need to be looking at mid-cap exposure in your portfolios. All right, if you want to sign up for a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our precious time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000, of investable assets, call our office to get one of those scheduled. 800-743-0988 or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com and send us an email. Sign up for our e-news
0: today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five- to six-minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on northwestquadrantwealth.com.